All right, everybody, we are live once again, Dynasty Mirror Search for Huru. And I have the brother, Kellen Coleman, on with us today. And uh, we're going to be discussing, uh, you know, there's there's been a couple, uh, I, I mean, Kellen, what's the best way to, to word this? Uh, YouTube retaliation? Is that is that something you want to call it? YouTube war? Like, what, what would you what would you call what happened to Tariq Nasheed and Zach TV one? Like, what would you call it? Kelly. Hello. I mean, it, it definitely shows uh, what state we are. Yeah. Can you hear me? Uh, you, you're going in and out. Can you hear me? I hear you now, but you're going in Hello? and out. Hello. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going in and out. Yeah, you were. It wasn't yeah, doing. Were. Yeah. Can you hear me now? I hear you now. Go ahead. Before, uh... Okay. Can am I? You can hear me now. I hear you fine. I hear you. Go ahead. You you hear me now. I hear you now. Hello? I hear you. Oh, okay. So okay. So so what I would what I would call what I would call yeah. What I would call it what's happening with um YouTube is we're seeing an attack on black YouTubers. I mean we've seen it with the, the ads and everything. And I say that because I speak with Google when you know I represent different YouTubers um with, with good sized platforms and we're seeing first they attack the money wise um when they can't kill them money wise because of paypal and patreon and other things um we find other ways black youtubers you had mentioned Tariq nasheed that's total nonsense how someone can come to your house um and, and you can get raided because you know a group of uh, we're gonna call them white supremacists of people though. And there may have been some black folks who gave out his address. I mean, if we really want to talk about that, right. Uh, if we're talking about the rumor mill, can you hear me fine? I hear you just fine. Dinos? Yeah. Okay. So, so, so w w it's an attack. On... Huh? Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, it's an attack on it's an attack on black YouTube and Google's going to have to do something better in the future. And we're going to pressure them, um, all of us as a collective, like we've been pressuring them to do more to protect us. Because what happened to Tariq and even what happened to Zach, you know, we can say one was white supremacy. But what about the other one? Was that the community or do we even know was that white supremacy? You know, because he was he was bridging a gap between. Well, I, I don't want to get into Zach TV one uh, from what I've gathered, but I, I don't want to get into okay. the, the nitty and gritty. But, you know, that, yeah, but go ahead. Yeah, OK, so so there, there definitely is a war. There's definitely YouTubers getting threatened. Um, more than their white counterparts and Google and YouTube hasn't found a way to protect them. It's the reason why you can't have your kids on YouTube. Um, you can't have your address. You, you don't, you know, you can't have anything because people are, are being attacked. And nothing, I mean, the FBI has got involved in some of these cases already. And there's very little that um, we've seen Google do. Even, you know, I don't know if you got affected by the ad apocalypse, 
But even that is just a form. It's like they don't want us to um, put our opinions in our way. They want us to be um, pro, pro-black, pro-choice, pro-whatever, but in their in their narrative. So um, it's bullocks what's happening, man. And we all have to protect each other and we have to tell the story because um, everybody doesn't have a gate around their house, you know, and and it's you, everybody can be touched in, in the area and representing YouTubers. I have all my YouTubers get security when they go out. At least that's my recommendation, you know, armed security, whether you know they're there or not, because it's a dangerous time. So, I mean, let, let's speak on a Tariq Nasheed, um, Tariq Nasheed situation, because what's what I didn't know that if somebody calls in a bomb threat on you, the police could, or you know, the police could search your house without a warrant, which opens up a whole nother can of worms. The police can always do whatever. Yeah, the, the police can do what they do what they want. You know, all they have to find is some type of probable cause. And uh, we've been in this fight behind the scenes for a decade. You know, my company. My, my PR and consulting firm. And we, we've done the new Black Panther websites. And um, I've had my house violated like that on, on some real stuff, right? So you, you have to watch the company you keep in this so-called conscious movement. But I mean, the police can do what they want to do when they want to do it. The law is on their side in America. All right. Now, you said something profound. You said watch the company that you keep. Let's let's deal with uh, somewhat. I don't know if you know much about him. Uh, mm -hmm. Zach TV one. Um, I'm to the point now where I would recommend anybody that covers that type of, I would say, entertainment that it's not even worth it now. Um, what's important about watching the company that you keep? Because he was into like that underground Chirac. I mean, drill music just hood just gutter you know like you know and you're a i guess a journalist i, I mean should, should you even would you even recommend a youtuber even covering stuff like that anymore yeah because somebody has to cover it and you know i, I I'm, I'm from the bay and and I'm, you know, you and I are the same age and I saw how Sway went from, you know, hitting the street to being, you know, one of the, the best known voices and faces and hats in the industry. Right. And so if you're going to cover it, though, you got to do it with some wisdom and you have to have security measures uh, right here is a body cam that I carry on me personally. Uh -huh. um, because I need there to be two stories. I need there in, in a Me Too movement. I need to make sure that nobody can say he said this or that. So you talking to me nine out of 10 times, I got the movie fly body cam on me, which, you know, if you guys want one of these, you can go to my YouTube and see the review I did on it. Killing, killing cash is the YouTube, but I keep one of these and I'd advise everybody travelers and black men in particular to hold this clip this thing on and be be safe. Now, when you're dealing with a Chirac or you're dealing, you know, in these violent areas, you need to take the safety precautions, not just while you're interviewing people, but you're every day. Even someone like you, 
who has a good size audience on YouTube, when you go out, you have to be aware of the people you're around because there are some really insane in the membrane people, man. Cypress Hill reference, right? right. That they will do whatever that voice in your head is telling them to do at that moment. And, you know, some of this conspiracy theorists that says, oh, there's been something in the water and they get chips planted. I don't know. No. I just don't trust anybody. So I got the body cam and other protection when when we go out. Yeah, because I mean, it's just unfortunate in the way that he is like they, he was assassinated, uh, Kellen. You know, cause I saw I saw the uh, the the video post. Yeah, yeah. He was assassinated, like he was. A, it, that was an assassination. Like that wasn't no getting into an argument and you know uh, blows are thrown, fists are thrown, and then he gets killed. That wasn't like that was a hit. And then we have the attempt. Yeah, to and unfortunately, those happen every day in America. So, so yeah, so. though you know, Tariq's might not happen every day. Yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. You go ahead. I think there's a delay on your end or delay somewhere, but you go ahead. Okay, I was just saying, yeah, the hit on Zach um, happens every day in America, especially in our urban areas, and we have to do something about it. You know, everybody is um, trying to be a gangster. I mean, we even have the others trying to come into the culture and show us, you know, how, how gangster they supposedly are because of the way they talk. But it, it's unfortunate. What do we do about it? I think, um, you know, when we... Um, had talked about this YouTube conversation, contingency plans are mandatory if you're building a platform, whether it's YouTube or another business. How does your business go on when you're sick, when you're on vacation, or if you do get, or if you do get killed, or if you just die of natural causes? What's your contingency plan in every business? Every corporation has a contingency plan for different scenarios. And I'll be quiet. All right. What now? Can you give us some, some examples of a contingency plan? You know, as, as they say, you shouldn't put all your eggs in one basket. Like someone who's a YouTuber, you know, we'll say Zach TV one or Tariq Nasheed. Well, I know Tariq has a contingency plan for the most part, from what I understand. But someone who's just strictly YouTube, what would be an idea of a contingency, a contingency plan for their brand? Since this is what you do. So, yeah, if so, if you're making a living off YouTube and, you know, are using YouTube um, as part of you making a living, you really need to not be a just one person shop for your contingency plan. You need to have it where if something happens to you, you have backup videos that somebody else can upload onto your platform explaining a scenario that may happen. So it's about having a team. A lot of the YouTubers that come to us, people say, you know, can you make us more famous or help us out with booking interviews or whatever the case. But at the end of the day, we become kind of part of their corporation that how do we help you when this is all said and done? Because we know YouTube could fail at any moment. Um, I also have at my house, and I'm very biased on this little box right here, but this is my own private server. You know, this is the same stuff that Hillary has. And if you, this is Synology for anybody who's looking up. 
But if you have one of these and you had your videos for a contingency plan on this box, if a fire happened, this box talks to another box somewhere else in the world and somebody can still grab those files. You can do information on servers. You could look up Synology or you could type in my name, Kellen and Synology, and you'll see a couple videos where I'm explaining that at the uh, CES, which is the Consumer Electronics Show. It's the biggest electronics show in the, in the world um, that happens in Vegas every year. Happens out of the country too, but in America, it's a, a bigger deal. And most of your audience is probably in America. So having the servers, having the files, having someone who can not just upload pre-recorded stuff, but also having it where they can come on your platform, that means you're giving them access. There's a guy, if you YouTube, Tony Soto, I may have talked to him about you when I was talking about contingency plans. That's Tony was fighting in Philadelphia and being harassed. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, that's the guy. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's the guy. You people can type in Tony Soto police, and he has many video of him being harassed by the um, the police department. And now he's been in jail for at least two years, um, and he can't tell his story. But he did not have a team either behind him, and that's what we all need. We need a team if we're having these businesses. If we don't have a team in these businesses. Of you know, it could be your cousin, it could be whoever, but we need to have somebody else who can upload and collect your money for you because that's a big thing every month. If you're getting you know a thousand dollars or more on YouTube, that money can help you fight a case if you ever uh, need to fight a case. And I'll be quiet in case you have another question. Yeah. And uh, everybody, uh, please hit the like button as you come in. Make sure you hit the like button. Make sure you subscribe if you're new uh new to this platform i have a brother kellen coleman on with us and we're just discussing uh contingency plans just in case uh something i would say because i mean what happened to Tariq and zach tv one of course but what happened to Tariq was very uh i mean that that, that that's crazy i mean that was a a, a a assassination attempt you know but he held him he held himself calm and collected and you know he listened and uh, it ended up uh, working out, but still, that's crazy. Where, but what's, what's crazy, Kellen is they knew that it was a prank, but they still put him in cuffs. What do you think? Uh, what do you think about that? Yeah, yeah. You know, the police are always always going to say for their safety, and they do that way too often for us and they don't know i'm sure i i guarantee the police in his neighborhood know who he is um again like i said i've had that happen um to me and it wasn't like um you know it's it's all about the company you keep the the holy scriptures say the little um foxes spoil the vine and so you really have to watch your company because Tariq is on a list that many people are on that talk this black um, awareness, if you want to call it consciousness, pro-black. He has DVDs, but I, I know that when I've had to have conversations with the with the, the officers, they knew about businesses that I had shut down in the past. You know, so you really, when, I, when, I, when we teach our clients this, we're not talking about theory like a lot of people. Yeah, I went to school and master's and all of this information, but that can't help you with just the real life when it happens to you. 
So you need to be prepared. How do you even deal with the police when they come to your house? You know, I was armed when they came to my house. Um, Tariq might've been armed when they came to his, but it's how do you deal with it and let the police know, yo, man, I, I'm not a threat. So again, I got my body cam on me. I, I have, you know, the, did you notice that the news cameras were there before he even came out? That, the, and that, we know that, that LA and LA, not even that Kellen, the damn chopper was there. The helicopter was there. The news helicopter yep. was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they thought they were going to get some good footage or something. They thought he was going to fight and, and they, he just needed to give them a reason. But yeah, they, they're going to say, you know, for their safety and that standard protocol, and there's probably nothing we can do about it. I know one thing, Tariq is sharp, so I know he's going to uh, get his money. Um, you know, he's going to get his money uh, because that was it's ridiculous and it could happen again and again. That can happen again. That can happen to anybody at any time. It's not just a, a Tariq thing. He's not the most famous YouTuber or person out there. But look how they did Dr. Gates out of his house. But we have to prepare for war and peace. Prepare for war is what the old folks say. So, you know, let's prepare for and let and, and you know, a great video that every YouTuber should have right now is I did not kill myself. It wasn't suicide because when something does happen to us, they're so quick to say we killed ourselves and black folk don't even kill ourselves. And especially like the hangings and all that. Now, Kellen, have you been following the, uh, there were, there were back to back hanging, but suicide by hanging, uh, here in uh, Atlanta, one, uh, not too far from where I live. And then another one, um in, in a walmart parking lot allegedly a girl committed suicide by hanging herself i mean what's 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 really going on straight up war and you know i i follow everything when um the advice show puts it up as far as the the news and and i see it and um what's going on and it's war they don't they don't want us um here in a lot of areas you know i know there are certain pockets of america that everything is honky dory and everyone gets along like mayberry but most of us don't live in that, those places and um, what's going on is we need to think about what's our alternative we can continue to fight for the same things we've been fighting for for 30 40 years or we can do like you pack a, get a get our passport first and have an extra bag and friends elsewhere, because that's why I love your content. You're showing the other side if we wanna to go to Africa. Even though you go to the bush a lot and everybody's not gonna to wanna to do that, but you're showing all of Africa and the possibilities. You know, get shot or go live somewhere where people aren't getting shot like that every day. And we don't, they don't have millions of people homeless. So it's just war and, it, and it's always been, and it's never going away and not in this country. This whole thing will blow up before it finishes. Let, um, let, let's see here. Um, you, you keep bringing it up, you know, stay off the radar, I guess. But how, how easy is that if you're a YouTube personality or, or, or uh, I would say a very uh, a famous person Altogether, like, how do you stay off the radar if you're a, you know, a celebrity? How is that possible? I don't know if you can stay off the radar. I mean, you put yourself on the radar as soon as you um, 
as soon as you, you know, start doing YouTube or TV or radio or blogs or vlogs. So um, it's how do you protect yourself when you're out? Um, you know, having a concealed handgun uh, license might be your thing. It also may be, you know, have a crew. You know what I mean? Have a crew with you that you can trust, you know, not to pop off. You know what I mean? Like you don't need a whole bunch of hotheads around you, but it depends on who you are. Um, you know, I, I get, I tell all my YouTubers, all the entertainers and influencers, every time they do an event, you guys have to have some type of security. Me, I'm not a public figure like that. I don't need that. Plus, I, I just don't, you know, we don't have those issues when I go out because I, I'm, I'm not doing stuff like you guys are doing constantly. I may come out once in a while, but, you know, no one really cares. And they also know, keep in mind, these people know who to test and when to test because we've seen them attack black women and then they can see a black YouTuber in person and be their best friend. I mean, I don't know if you guys know those type of racists that are big on the Internet. You know, but if you ever catch them, <laughs> if you ever catch them on the street, they don't talk like that. And right. we've been able to catch some people, you know, hey, what's up? And, you know, they claim that, oh, you doxed us and all this other stuff. But whatever you were you were talking, you know what I mean? What, I'm not a, I'm not really um, a, an aggressive person like that because I like to fight people who like to fight and know how to fight and and fighting is kind of for the kids so i would say for all the youtubers you're doing an event get a little security there's so many apps for security now like banner man where security might cost you 75 dollars an hour you know it might cost you 35 dollars an hour depending on the city you're in but just watch out and don't have your license plates and your addresses and your kids school everywhere because these folks are nuts they've proven it to us they're crazy and you know that cat who pretends in the in like in the hood he's crazy and he wants to fight everybody now nah, it's some people who are really crazy and their voices are real i've worked in psych hospitals their voices are really telling them it's time to get down and a lot of times they're brave with weapons and drugs so you know, just be careful of your surroundings and um, don't get into these troll battles online with these people. Their opinion doesn't matter at all. Who are they? They're talking about your platform. Why go back and forth with them? You know, because the FBI, uh, Google, nobody can help you at the end of the day. So this, um, you know, we spoke on Africa um, so people keep saying that, hey, Tariq Nasheed. So this, um, you know, we spoke on Africa. Let's echo in the background. Uh, so people keep saying that, hey, Tariq Nasheed. Yeah, so people keep saying, uh, you know, Tariq Nasheed should, should relocate. Is it gone? I don't know. I didn't do anything. Yeah, it's, it's gone now. Uh, you know, people are saying Tariq Nasheed should uh, relocate. Uh, you know, I heard I was reading uh, I saw a video of a guy saying that he told Zach TV that he should have left um when when somebody experiences something like zach tv you know rest in peace uh, say zach tv would have survived and if somebody experiences a situation like treating a sheet should they relocate to another country or what should they do
it's hard for us to tell anybody what to do. You know, it's wise. Like if you're from a, a, a hard area and you're getting notoriety, like all the rappers in Baton Rouge, all the rappers in, you know, Atlanta, you move outside of the hood, Memphis. I mean, it's just common. Oakland, you have to because the streets aren't going to necessarily uh, let you breathe. You know, if they don't always want something, um, they're coming to take it. So um, should Tariq move? That's up to, you know, Tariq. But, um, you know, I don't I wouldn't feel personally comfortable with the helicopter over my house. And now everybody knows where I stay. And that's just, you know, a little crazy. No matter how many cameras or even security, there's been people who've been bombed, you know, literally in America, bombed your house, bombed, you know, th people throwing in cocktails and everything else. Um, you might not see that on CNN, but but it happens and it happens to many people. It's happened to T.D. Jakes even, but it happens even to, you know, low level people. So if Zach would have survived, should he have left Chicago? For all we know, because I don't know this, he might have moved out a long time ago. That's maybe where his money is. But should then successful black people not go back to the hood to put a focus on the hood and try to make it better? I don't think so, because that's what, you know, the boule types do. And, 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 and some, some of us are more comfortable around our own. We all have an expiration date anyway. So, you know, live your life with no fear because you don't get to choose when you leave or not. Like you can't run from death, right? Nobody's that fast. So that, that's, that's me. That's me who, who, who's not running from nothing. Um, but, you know, I don't think they should have to move, but to leave to another country, I think every black American should have a piece of land somewhere else. Because if we had a piece of land somewhere else, they're already nervous that we're spending, I think it was 48 billion, the latest uh, fact said, black Americans spending 48 billion on travel, whatnot. They're nervous already that we're gonna leave. They're nervous what China's doing in Africa, but African land is so cheap and you're you as a business, you can buy land almost anywhere in the world as an American. We should all be getting a piece of that. We should be getting a business passport and buying a plot of land. And Africa, we know, isn't for everybody because you got to have a certain mentality. You know what I mean? But the Caribbean, uh, Guatemala has a black area and uh, Guadalfu, I think it's called. Um, you know, there's black Mexico. So we just got to prepare to go somewhere else in case we get tired. Me, I, I got less than 10 years in this country full-time. Actually, I have less than five years full-time in this country because you know we're, we're sitting here in Seattle right now and I'm seeing everything, all the money coming through business-wise. There's money available for us. Why don't we take it and flip it somewhere else? And then I'll let you ask your other question. So let me ask you this. Uh, the people who, I guess, you know, get refuse to get a passport, refuse to, uh, you know, seek other options, like you said, just buying a piece of land um, in, a, in another country who say, hey, we're going to stay here because our ancestors built this country and, you know, this is my uh god given right to stand here and you know all this other stuff like what would be your response to people who think like that after everything you know you had the black man who was um shot in his garage got killed in his garage and his family uh were awarded four cents it was four dollars and they brought it down to four cents uh you know as far as the uh settlement like 
and the Starbucks, and I mean, we could go on and on and on. Uh, what what would be your response to people who are just like, look, I'm not doing none of that as far as what you're suggesting? Because there's a lot of people out there like that. Oh, yeah, we talk to them all the time and we need them to stay here. Right. We do not want their mentality in our paradigm. We don't. So let them stay. You know, don't let them get a passport because I know my first um, tour to Europe, whatnot, I saw it was white Americans, white girls telling a white English guy, um, our, our basically guide, how it's not windscreen, it's windshield because, you know, they have different, um, different terms over there. And I'm like, this is terrible. This is why they hate us, right? And, and then I go to the Caribbean. And I, I'm on a resort and I'm hearing everybody from California where I'm from and Texas, you know, partying and then talking about the food and how to, it's too spicy or how these plantains are too sweet. Like we don't want these people here in our paradise. Like get out. Like if you go to a Jamaica and all you do is sit on a resort and you've been there 10 times, you haven't even seen Jamaica. I love Chris Rock's joke. You know, I, I, I write whatnot. I write in my for a living as well. And so when I heard Chris Rock's joke and his recent thing talking about you go to Jamaica and you pass the worst poverty you've ever seen and you come back and you say Jamaica is a great place. That's my joke, whatnot. I'm not saying Chris took it from me, but that's my joke because people go to South Africa, do the whole safari tour and they couldn't even tell you what a comedy bus is. You know, they don't know what that is. They go to South Africa and they know no Zulu at all. They go to um, anywhere in West Africa. Maybe they're speaking English, right? But they don't know pigeon even. You know, you don't know anything about the culture because all you did were these tours that kept you totally disconnected from the people who aren't getting paid. It's like going to North Korea. So we don't want those people anyway coming to our paradise because the attitude that they're going to have is in a, such an American Western attitude that we're going to have to worry about kicking them out later. We want people with a righteous mind. And then I'll be quiet. All right, no problem. What up? I know you heard the story. I'm pretty sure Phil right, covered no it. With what the, up? I, it, I know you heard the story. I'm pretty sure Phil covered it. With the, Hello. There we go. Yeah, I know. I know uh, Phil covered it as far as with the uh, black identity. Yeah, I hear you. The uh, black identity extremists, and so you had the one brother who, you know, they had locked up for almost a year, um, and. They they were saying the reason why they did it because they found a gun on him and I think he might have been on probation of even that. Like, are they going to continue just to come up with different rules and um, laws just to to direct towards us and marginalize us? Yes, they're going to keep on doing it um, until a real. Um, you know, terrible event happens in this country and they're forced, uh, we're all forced, kind of like 9-11 to, you know, come together because we don't know what's next. It's going to keep happening because that's what the system is built on. And, and this is one thing black businesses don't do enough. We don't create systems. And then when we do create them, we don't share them. So there, you know, the Chitlin circuit was a system in itself, but we 
have to create systems to say, what do we want out of life? Um, me, I say international move is the, the, the thing for me is one, I've always loved to travel since I was little, right? Uh, we were traveling. Um, don't need the Jordans. Don't need the coach purse for the lady, for the wife, all that. All we need is to be have some money to travel at the end of the day. Um, but when you travel, your money quadruples in some places. Right. You know, so even if you're a millionaire, now you're even worth more money. You're able to do more. And, and the food is so much healthier. You know how healthy the food is in a lot of places? Oh, as Americans, it. since we're so used to processed food, we have to take all these pills just to be able to eat somebody oh, else's food. Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. What were you no, saying? No, 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 as far as the food being better. Oh, my God. You, you could just taste the difference. Yeah, absolutely. No, 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 as far as the food being better. Oh, my God. You, you could just taste the difference. Yeah, yeah, you 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 can taste it, taste the difference, and 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 people who you know, even if you've never you've never traveled, I'm I always try to think of a way to get people who haven't traveled, they haven't had their chance yet. Maybe you know it didn't even click to them. Like, what's the difference? But at Whole Foods and your other grocery stores, you're probably not gonna you know taste the difference. But I, I equate the food to like women. Um, if you have a woman who's all makeup up and you even just kiss her on her cheek and you can just feel the gloss, you know, cause she's put so much makeup on that opposed to a natural cheek of a woman, which is soft, smelling good naturally. You don't need all that caked up foundation for most women at least, but you know, I, I want mine organic, whatnot. So that's why overseas is beautiful for me. Your money quadruples in many places. The people are friendlier. They actually want to help you. Have you ever seen somebody get stuck in the road in Africa? No. Oh, that's interesting observation. No. Well, okay. If, I don't know if you heard me, but when people get stuck in the road in Africa, you get a whole village to help them out. Right. Okay. Yeah. Everybody helps. Everybody helps out. If you've ever seen a cow being killed in Africa, everybody in the neighborhood helps out. It's not just a one person thing. You know, here, somebody could have a whole cow in their second or third freezer and won't offer you any sometimes. So it's the community that you get overseas. And, that, and that's why it's a beautiful place. Kellen, what about the the idea of staying here in America and, you know, as they say, buying back the hood and fixing up the hood? And I mean, what what are your thoughts on that? That's all beautiful. Um, there's probably some some people at the top who even if you bought back the whole hood, um, now the hood's worth more. So, you know, supply and demand and how, you know, appraising land goes, even if I'll give you an example in Seattle, big um, housing boom, like we saw in California and these in the, and there's enough people from California to help this boom become a crisis. But you had people, my neighbors were a nurse and a teacher bought their home 30 years ago. Their home now is worth $2 million. 
they cannot afford to keep their home because of the property tax. So right. you can go buy back the hood and then the same people that you're buying it back for can't afford to get back in. And that's just the way it is. You're not going to be able to collect a piece of land just for these people. At most, you can do that for Section 8, you know, and that type of land. But at some point, if you make the hood beautiful, um, people who can afford beautiful are going to the poor are always going to be among us. That's the scripture for you. That's that's not, you know, I don't have any wisdom, but that, you know, we're not going to do anything by just buying back all the hood. I don't know if you saw the Tulsa fund I that did. Jay Morrison is doing. That looks beautiful. I've seen a radio announcer and lawyer, Warren Ballantyne, try to do something. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, people are trying. So we can't say no one's trying. It's not a bad thing to try to buy up back the hood if you're connected to the hood. I'm from the Bay. I'm from Oakland. I, I, I don't had too many people I've lost on those streets to go raise my family in that same arena when I've lost 13 year old cousins for just getting a ride from someone. When we've had been shot at just for getting a ride from somebody, you know, coming back from college, we don't know what, what the business is on the street and somebody may not like that you just graduated college. That happened real talk to my cousin. I know people paralyzed after coming back from Grambling, the Harvard of the South, and they come back to the Bay and they get paralyzed for life, you know? So I, I you buy back whatever hood you want. I go back home to see family um, and, you know, kick it. But if you want, if you want to stay in the hood, cool. I'm international. I'm Mister International, Senor International. <laughs> so that's just not for me. But enjoy your life in the hood. So let me ask you, this, Kelly. Since you're on the West Coast, you you grew up in Oakland. Uh, now I was going to try to stay focused uh, up on the trolls, but then yeah, we got. I have um, I have um, moderators in the chat room, so you know, hopefully they're uh, taking care of the. Uh, the um the trolls in the chat room the moderators are now you're from oakland um you live in seattle overall because just me when i lived in la from 2008 2000 to 2014 uh black people as a collective aren't taking what's going on to black people going on to them serious in la um i'm starting to hear the same things going on in the bay area i'm pretty sure it's going on in seattle uh, what's the future for black people on the West Coast? The future is like Willie Brown told us when I was growing up, get money or get out, period, point blank. Either you have enough money to live in this expensive playground, which a million dollars isn't enough, given, you know, your average house is eight hundred thousand um, that, you know, California black folk and Seattle black folk, um, similar, not all the same, but there's, there's not a lot of fight when you're in California. Everything is so, so beautiful for so many people. Um, you know, even if you don't have a lot of money, you find out where to go get you some money. So I don't, I don't, for me, the West coast is a playground. You're, you're competing with Chinese billionaires. One, the biggest building in Seattle is owned by the Chinese. It's the Columbia Tower Club. We're gonna speak um, on that too. We know in California, the Chinese own so much. They got a strategy. It's winning. 
Yeah, it's it's winning. The Chinese strategy is winning globally right now. And 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 I have friends who live in China who they say come back from what? They 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 ha you know, some of them are lawyers, some of them are are all of them are educated. And and you know, they're getting they're making double what they'd make in China, if not triple. You know, I have a a lawyer friend of mine, um Edward Redman, you can go to his website, edmundredman.com. And he, he was a lawyer who got fired in Washington state, had to sue them being fired by the government. And now he's a actor for movies in China. He's, he's a news announcer. He's also worked for the biggest PR firm out there. So, um, you know, you got to have a global reach if you're a black American anywhere. But you, we got one foot in, one foot out. If you've never been out of the country, you can't even comment on this because you don't know how beautiful the rest of the world is and how they treat you. The love that you get from Africa to Europe to Mexico, even Mexico has love. That's how you been, I keep up, you know, sit here for a minute and chill in Mexico and see what Tulum and Chichen Itza and all that looks like and get off the resorts. And, and chill with the people. You know, um, I know I've hooked you up with Negrito Grande, but he has a YouTube channel showing you how well Mexico is. Life's Humble Hunt as a channel. They're making 200,000 in Africa, living it up, you know, working for the government. Um, Unjoko to TV, uh, Njoku, uh, N-J-O-R-K-U. They'll help you find a job anywhere on the continent. They're the monster.com of Africa, whatnot. So you can find a job even in Africa because entrepreneurship's not for everybody, uh, you know, but we have to know our options and not feel like a victim. I'm tired of black folks acting like they're a victim. They can't do this. They can't do that. Like the lady you had on yesterday, who's in Ghana, you were telling her a thousand dollars, right? Make a thousand dollars a month. Um, there's people he here in America who won't even hustle enough to make a thousand dollars a month, but I felt you on what you were saying. Like, use your contacts, use that education to to hustle something up, or you're just not a hustler, so you need a job, brother. Let's speak on the because you know a lot of times we speak on Africa, um, people are immediately. Brother, let's speak young. on because you know a lot of times we speak on Africa, uh, um, people are immediately young. Yeah, a lot of times they bring up the uh, well, the Chinese are taking over Africa. I don't think black people or people in general realize how much China owns here in America. Like, and, it, and it's to the point now where they were trying to buy the Chicago Stock Exchange and they had to block it. But people have to understand China and Korea, they own a lot here in America. Uh, can you can you speak on that for all the people that always say, well, China is doing this in Africa and doing that in Africa when they're actually they're doing a lot here uh in uh in america well well like i had mentioned in seattle they own the tallest building um the columbia tower club which the columbia tower club is full of all type of businesses um but at the top of the club it's a uh, private business club and it's the be most beautiful view you have of the city um I i'm you know i love i love having breakfast or, or dinner there but um, they own a lot. They have a system. Business-wise, we have to go with their system. I have a package from China right here uh, full of books, 
full of books. I got to plug the book, you know, because, you know, we need them to get those books. Right. But I got a thing from China full of books because what this cost me, this children's book, what it cost me to make in China versus what it costs in America is ridiculous. You know, you're talking about like a dollar a book. <laughs> so you, you order enough. So we have to use China. And I'll tell you something, my father-in-law and other people who have um, power positions in Africa say, and Malcolm X has said it as well, the Chinese don't want to come take over Africa. They want to come benefit. They'll make their investment, but they don't want to take over. America has tried to take over. France has tried to take over Africa. They did no infrastructure. And, and when they and when they left, they took they try to take as much as they can, including those African masks. You know, there's whole documentaries on that. Right. Them taking our art They're them taking uh, all the resources. So the Chinese have to be a friend to us because they're actually building infrastructure. And anybody who says differently, I doubt that they travel. I doubt. And if they do travel, I doubt that they have any political influence that's not funded by Western people. You know, I'm when I talk about things, even in Cameroon, which is the jersey I'm wearing right now, I'm telling you, I have information from privileged people who aren't just talking. They're putting their money where their mouth is. They're the ones who make the decisions. And, and what we have to do is stop listening to this low hanging fruit. Even when they come into the comment box, we just have to either ignore them or block them because they're they're a weed. They're they're like herpes. They're just trying to, you know, <laughs> infect everybody with their nonsense, but they don't have enough influence or enough money to even have a valid opinion that we should listen to. Because right now, if black people wanted to buy land, contact me if you want to buy it in about three different African countries. We got a connection that we can help you. It's a professional connection. It's nothing for free, but we can help you if you have at least $2,000 you're willing to invest, you can get some some kind of land, you know, but keep in mind your company's going to have to own it. Right. And everybody, everybody who's watching, please get the likes up. Just hit the like button. Uh, make sure you share as well. Uh, also, for those who super chatted, thank you so much for super chatting. Um, yeah, because China owns a lot here in america man it's 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 crazy like how much they own but again people will bring up the fact how i guess china is controlling africa but it's like dude they, they own a lot especially on the west coast because you know in fact here we go i want to say korea or K korean airlines they own the tallest building on the west coast i think in la the new the new building that was built uh, in los angeles i forgot the name of it Man, hey, they're winning right now, but they weren't always winning. So we have to look at a history lesson and see when China was going through their own issues and what lessons we can learn. They create a lot of stuff. They produce a lot of stuff. What are we producing? What are we making? How can I mean, how, how can we see all these people take our culture and we actually go to their concerts? Like they've created something. This is just like rock and roll. They've hijacked hip hop or they've tried to like they did rock and roll. Right. It's let's make something. Everybody who's talking, show me what you're doing. 
you know, you have your channel, which is bringing so much value to people because you're showing them how to haggle in Zanzibar. You know what I mean? You're showing them how to, how to get it and how where they can rock that African wear. But everybody just talk, talk. And then somebody's cop out is, oh, I don't have the money to go travel. Or I don't have the money to invest. Yes, you do. We've been investing since we were broke. You know, you, you have the money, you know, but you also don't have to make right life decisions and not have five baby mamas um, and have 10 pairs of Jordans, whatnot. Jordans and is rich. Wear Payless and build your own empire. Yeah, so it's the Wilshire Grand Center is a I'm I'm, a, I'm reading this from uh, Wikipedia. Uh, Wilshire Grand Center is a 1,100 foot skyscraper in the financial district of downtown Los Angeles. I thought it was a Korea town for some reason. Um, it is the tallest building. No, this is not it. This is not it. This is not the building. Hold on, it's the Korean Air Building. I think I want to say it's taller than that. Uh, but anyways, let, let's uh, let's keep it pushing. I'll try to I'll um, I'll try to find information on it. But it's the Korean. Oh, the Wilshire Grand Building is the Korean Air Building now. They rebuilt it. Oh, shoot. OK. Yeah. So it's uh, it is the tallest building west of the Mississippi River. And this is owned by Korean Airlines or Korea. So, so let me ask you this, um, Kelly. Awesome. Good, good, good. For no, go ahead. Go ahead and finish. Hello, you there? Uh, I'm, I'm quiet. I'm listening. Okay, okay. You see how everyone else has no issue leaving their. Country. Go ahead. I'm listening. Right. You see how? Every yeah, I'm here. No, I'm, I'm listening. Okay. You, you see how everybody else has no issue with uh, leaving their country and investing elsewhere, but trying to convince black people here in America that there are options outside of America uh, is like pulling teeth from a lion with a steak suit on. Like, why is that? Why aren't we? Why aren't we open to seeing what's outside of America? A lot of us. <laughs> it, it's not a, it's not even a black or white thing last that i checked 70 percent of americans don't have passports which lets us know that americans don't travel enough um now for black folk that's opening up um in some recent research you know that we're traveling even more and you know we're actually relocating even and that's scary to America because we spend so much money here. But um, it's been propaganda and it's also been access. I mean, I've been traveling on airplanes since, you know, I was 12 by myself. And it was because I had a traveling mother, you know, what I, you know, and so if you didn't have someone who traveled a lot, you, you might not have caught that bug. We caught it young, whether it was in the car or on a plane. Um, I actually never flew with my family. Now that I think of it, it was always by myself, you know, young, going out to New York, young, going out to Denver, um, getting out, seeing, seeing things. So we, we have to, those of us who do travel, we have to document our experience properly. We have to put it on the Instagrams and the, the, the that Africa is not just all jungle, a jungle in the world. There's jungle in, in Mississippi, um, in New Orleans. 
but um, we just have to show those stories. And if traveling is your thing, you get to go. But travel's not everybody's thing, and it's not going to be everybody's thing. And and we got to be okay with that, you know. Hmm. Well, man, and Kellen, I I appreciate you coming on, man. Everybody loves you in the chat room. Um, you know, and like you said, this contingency plan uh, is very, very, um, very important. Somebody just brought it up in the chat room because I just I watched Black Panther again uh, last night. And I, I, Jamal, I, I predicted it. Dynas was right. Since Black Panther, since the Black Panther movie, black folk ain't going to Africa. Just picks from Europe. I told you. I, I predicted that. <laughs> I knew that was going to happen. I predicted it. Well, yeah. well if they're but, not going to go, that that's okay. But I have a book here. They can read about it if they don't want to go. You know, read about it. Show us the book. Okay. Here, here it is. Can y'all see that? Yeah. Okay. Re read about Africa. If you don't go, it's okay. Some folks we know are scared to fly. So, and, and, and that, that can be a real fear and, and, and they may not want to go to um, Africa, but read about it so you can get an African mind state. So you're not as brainwashed because it's just like in South Africa, we're dealing with black people and colored people. You know, those are the, colored is a mindset that you think you're better than your average black person. And then they have their white folks and, you know, um, maybe everyone else that, you know, I didn't cover in South Africa. And it's the same thing here. And then there's another book that y'all can read if you haven't got this. I got these from my local library, whatnot. Let me turn off my, my light. Maybe you can see it better. But, um, you know, get, get, the, get some books. Read some books more than just watching uh, Miami Inc. and Judge Mathis all day. Because these contingency plans, you can Google on, um, you know, your computer, on your phone and see what do you need to do as a business for risk management. We specialize at Coleman Public Relations and Consulting Firm in crisis management. So the first thing we do when we get clients is what happens if something happens to this client? It's just in us to do. And it does cost a fee, but we work with our clients. So we give them what they need. And then later on, they can come get everything that we have. It's like going to the gym. Your, your contingency plan and your, um, you know, what, what, what could happen, it's not going to happen overnight. So you, you plan a little at a time. It's like black folks not having insurance. We all need some life insurance. You don't all have to have a, 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 a million dollar plan, but get yourself a quarter million dollar plan. Get yourself a $50,000 plan. Get your kids a $50,000 plan. It doesn't cost anything to get these plans. You know, it, it costs you, you know, it might, I don't even want to say that because I'm not an expert in that. I just pay my annual fee, but um, for the different ones that we, we have, but we need and many people have said this, TK Kirtland has said this many a times, death should be a celebration. More importantly, the Holy Scriptures tell us we're supposed to rejoice in death and cry at birth. So we should already be planning, right? No matter what your religious belief is, death is to be celebrated, unless you don't believe in anything. And for folks who don't believe in anything, it's hard for me to even, I mean, I don't know that language because I'm not that special where nothing has helped me. I'm not a self-made individual. I've had many mentors who've helped me. So we have to just Google first the plan, the life insurance, 
if somebody, you know, was to say we did defamation, what do we do? We should already have our lawyers in set. We don't have to pay our lawyer annually, but if you have a business, you should at least have a good relationship with the lawyer in case you need one because things always come up. Look at how they did Morgan Freeman recently. He didn't right. even he didn't even touch anybody yet. And they took the black woman footage where they had him on the B-roll and made it seem like she said that. Well, the advice show had showed you she never said that. She never said she was a victim of any sexual harassment. But they're going to try to use that black woman to wash him like they did Bill Cosby and so many others. And, and, I'm, and I'm all for women being treated fair. You know, I got daughters. I want all that. But we also have to understand that Hollywood is a filthy place and you ain't cleaning it up anytime soon. And because you don't know enough about how Hollywood works, you, you can say all these things of oh, this happened, that happened. This is how it got down in Hollywood. And it still does. Now people are you know blowing their whistle because they're on their way out. And maybe that's a good thing because I don't think a woman should have to sleep with somebody to get a role. But that just was the game you know, for many of people, especially if you didn't have talent. Look at Kim Kardashian. She didn't have talent. She had to, you know, sell sex. But you guys will go buy her products, some of y'all y'all women, so you can get the Kim K effect or whatnot. And to each his own. Cada loco con su tema. To each his own. But, you know, don't, don't hate on the people who built up the system when you want to benefit off the system. The system is corrupt in entertainment, period, point blank. It's a corrupt system. You got to have a goon squad. You got to have friends who are at certain levels. You've lived in L.A., so you know this, Dynas, because know, if, you live in, yeah, if you live in L.A., it, it's like a spirit on you. It's like, whoa, this thing is dirty. That's why I only go to L.A. for a week, once a year at most. Kellen, what was brought up uh, Morgan Freeman? Now, now, he lost his I guess you know, sponsorship, whatever you want to call it. And he lost another one over BS allegations so far. Uh, what could he have done differently or what can he have done to ensure that he didn't uh, lose these, these relationships? Um, I think Morgan Freeman should have did something that Trump masters and you bring it to the media first. You go to the media and you have your talking points and that's all that you hit on. And he should have um, partnered with so many women that love and respect him from Mississippi and beyond to L.A. Um, and they should have said how good of a person he was to them and how he treated them. Because right now they have a handful of people where he's hired so many people. He's impacted so many lives, you know, that you can't you can't deny that he's done some good and you're talking about an old man flirting with someone when george bush we just saw a couple months ago was grabbing on somebody george bush senior you know in a wheelchair you know so his i i think and being a pr firm we handle pr a little different than what your average um white firm is telling these black stars because they're mostly all handled by white pr firms and managers. That's just how it is. They trust them more than their own when they get to a certain level. But to bring it to him, he should have went on the breakfast club, denied it. 
He should have went on Sway. He should have came on Search for a Uru. He should have came on the Advice Show. He could have even did Sinetta, you know. You could see Morgan Freeman on Sinetta and really respect the black media. Could have came on the Lovely T Show happily, you know. And, you know, if Morgan sees this or anyone who knows him, his grandkids, tell him, hit me up. We can make all those shows happen. It's what we do, right? But he need, we black Hollywood separates themselves kind of like the Congressional Black Caucus separates themselves and you can't get a hold of these people when you need them. And in return, they can't get, they don't even think about us. Right. So. Yeah, that, that's, that's just, that's, that's crazy. And you know, Morgan Freeman was on that, uh, you know, race doesn't exist if you don't bring it up and stop bringing it up and what racism and, uh, you know, he was on all that too. Yeah, yeah, they all are until they get pulled back in an OJ moment. Right. <laughs> you know, that, that, that everybody gets like that because it is difficult for a celebrity, unless you're like Ray J. Ray J is an interesting cat to be able to just be everywhere. Most of them are scared of their own shadow. And, and, and so when you see them, it's only with you know, security because people are asking them for autographs constantly. So the people in their inner circle are always trying to rob them for some money. Um, so it's hard to be a celebrity. It's one of those things where choose fame wisely, you know, because if even if you're popular in your little city while you're eating and someone can just tap you on your shoulder and interrupt your dinner, to me, that ain't that ain't that ain't cool. And that's why you don't see them out. But then they get in this Hollywood circle. It's like the NFL draft. As soon as you're drafted in the NFL, they bring you in a back room and brainwash you, whatnot. Ask any NFL athlete what happens immediately after you're drafted. And you, you get the brainwash of how everybody's going to be trying to steal money from you in the future, whatnot. But, you know, I get it. I've seen whole families get happy because somebody just got $13 million and they start treating that person differently. And, and that's a lot to hold on your shoulders, whatnot, because you got to learn how to tell people no um, in a nice way without them trying to kill you for your money. But Morgan Freeman is going to be all right, God willing. And, you know, it's the next person they go after. He may not be as clean because you see even how they try to do Aziz in a situ in the comedian. Right. Indian cat. Yeah. And, and, and so I would almost like to see all black celebrities start getting involved in Nollywood because the Nigerian movement. It won't happen, man. It, it will. You, you know, I, I think the issue, Kellen, is obviously black people suffer, suffer from the white man's ISIS coder syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but we got to give them the option because if you say yeah. Nollywood, half your audience probably doesn't even know what that is. Mm -hmm. You know, so we have to let them know. And I'm one of the biggest collectors of Nollywood movies. I actually buy them. I have over 300 VCDs and DVDs in my closet at the house. And we have to rep. We have Nollywood makes more movies than Hollywood a year. So it's the third biggest um by profit, Hollywood, Bollywood, and Nollywood. But these people just don't, they don't know. And so we have to let them know. Let's say Bill Cosby went to Nollywood right now and made Fat Albert Knight Abuja. You telling me they wouldn't be all over that? They'll be all over it. <laughs> yeah. 
So, you know, maybe even in him being blind, that may be something to, to do so we can be um, bi-coastal and even uh, hit all the areas because there's there's black folks all over in Fiji. They consider themselves black. One of my neighbors is Fijian. And that's one of the first things he told me. We consider ourselves to be black. Africa. So we got a whole, we got a lot of people to lean on. It's a lot of ways to make a lot of money, but we cannot do it individually. And let me give it a secret to the business. When you build a business and you have a little bit of profit, don't go buy your Maserati and all that. Go buy people. Go buy people to help you in areas you're not strong at. You, If we're talking about YouTubers, buy, get somebody to do your thumbnails so your thumbnails can then go on Instagram. And then now you're building your Instagram and your YouTube at the same time. And you can even put little clips of your interview on Instagram to tease people, right? to get them to go to your YouTube. But them thumbnails also for every guest you have, you can say at so-and-so, at Morgan Freeman, at whoever, right? We have to have solutions to things um, and not just complain about it. I'm, we're not a complaining people over here. If you're just complaining about what you don't have, take $500 and invest in people. We can hire people from the Philippines for $500 any day of the week to make cold calls, to email. But I can go hire 15-year-olds right here in Georgia, right there in Georgia. We have a, she's 13 actually. Um, we can hire them when we're pushing our books. We can hire our cousins if they want to work. And there's systems and ways to put that together where people can't rip you off. Because what I tell everybody we pay monthly is, Yo, if you do a good job, we got some more money. If not, the job is finished. So we have we don't do that enough. You know, think about Rollo. You, I know you did the show on Rollo. Correct. One great thing he did, he had a whole team behind him, you know, of people who were working for him. He wasn't on a solo bolo mission. I've talked to his management before. You don't just get to Rollo. And he at least he has the management even, you know, set up. But a lot of us, we don't have that. So a lot of folks won't have a good contingency plan until they have a buffer person. So everybody cannot talk to you, touch you, because there's ways to track you that the average person doesn't know. But if you know anything about investigation, there's ways to track you. You pick up that phone. I might be able to find you. You know, I've had many a jobs in life and trained by the best. So you have to just keep in mind others have been, too. So you're not untouchable. That's why everybody has to have respect online. You just can't say whatever you want to say. You might get punched in your mouth. Mm -hmm. And worst of all, your family may that. get impacted. Say that again. Worse than that. I say that. Down. Yeah, I say that so your, your video doesn't get banned on YouTube. Okay, and okay. Hate, and they say it's hate speech and all this yeah, other right. stuff. Right, you, right, know. Right. you know, right. so you, you brought up uh, Morgan Freeman going on Lovely Tea and some people started laughing. Now, why? Now, I guarantee you, Lovely T might get more views than uh, I would say probably T TV One or News One. Mm -hmm. Why? Why? Why aren't people taking? Uh, you know what? Because I'm starting to look up like what some of these YouTubers are making, and some just playing video games. Why are still people stuck on this? You're not successful. 
if you're not pushed by a big corporation and you're on a uh, mainstream TV? Why are people still lovely T.I.? I'm sorry. Uh, why? Why are people still, um, you know, why are they still stuck on that? Well, again, like you said, the white man's ice is colder always. Um, just so people know, Lovely T is one of our YouTubers as well. And so um, I'm going to be very um, biased when I if I talk about someone like that who oh, yeah. aver who, who averages 100,000 views a video. And when you talk about a TV one and all these people who they run. So recently the nabob the national african-american um black broadcasters blah 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 um they contacted our firm and they wanted um more new media type people to come and join and i i can talk about this publicly because i don't think nabob is a terrible organization but their leadership has to understand they don't know the new way and they want people to pay $500 to join their organization that isn't really needed. Like we don't need you. You need us because you're not in this new wave. Your website clearly shows that you're not in this new wave and, and they, Bob, you know, and other organizations like that, the black engineers, these organizations were the old way, but what they do is they charge their members, right? They then, um, if you're talking about like black um, engineer organizations, they then charge anybody who wants to promote a job to their members. So they're double dipping in that. So they don't really care about getting you a job. Um, they care more about who will pay them to post their jobs, which that's going to be a, a fewer number. But Lovely T, um, Advise, even your show, um, even um, Sonetta, there's a place on traditional TV for everybody, but traditional TV, they're not even aware. You know, you got to think about even the Breakfast Club. They didn't even know about an advice show until like last year. You know, it was like last year, maybe, maybe two years ago. But Charlemagne had he didn't know about advice show. He admitted on air. He said one of his Twitter followers put him on. You know, but we can't get Phil on the Breakfast Club yet. You know, these people should be begging because the Breakfast Club, like Dame told him, Dame Dash, you don't own this. You're just you're, you're just a, a mouse on the wheel, basically, is what he was saying. They can take this from you any day. They can't do that with the independent media that we're all creating. Even if YouTube was to shut down, all those platforms can be seen on a Black Junction TV. They can be seen on Roku, different channels um, hit us up monthly. Hey, can we air this episode? Sure, whatever, you know what I mean? Some have some money. Hey, we'll pay for this episode. Netflix is opening up so much and Amazon where soon they're going to be trying to take everything from YouTube. It's just, it's a lot of licensing stuff that people don't understand that licensing is so hard because there's so much money in it. And just because I sold my licensing here in the States doesn't mean I gave you international rights. So, you know, there's a lot of legal stuff that we have to deal with, but it's getting great. By the time our kids are grown, man, that, they shouldn't have to ask for jobs if we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, everyone. So, thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you for joining us. Uh, make sure you hit that like, like button. button.
Uh, uh, Cash, thank you so much for joining us. Really appreciate it. People love you in the chat room. Uh, what we'll do, we'll go ahead and close out. Yeah, the final word. And please give everybody your contact information, website information. I put the link to your YouTube page as well um, in the uh, in the chat room. So go ahead and uh, share that with everybody as well, too. Okay, appreciate that. In the YouTube page, my about section is all filled properly. So you can see all the social media. You can see my business email and all that. Um, if you're serious about some business, um, you know, um, don't ask me how much anything costs. First, let's talk about you and what you've done in your budget and, and what we can work in that because our cost is, is quite expensive if you just ask what that is. But we want to help black business. We want to help all business. But, you know, we really focus on our our business because you're we are all we got. Um, last words, you know. People, check out LondonAndSydney.com, spelled just like the cities. That's one of our children's books. It's the only black travel book, said the CDC, the uh, children's um, the children's book council. And it's a nonfiction book. It's the only book where two black girls who are sisters are actually traveling the, the globe. And it's just coming out in French as well. Um, so English or French, you'll be able to get that. You can get it right now in English on Amazon, paperback or hardcover. You can request it at your local library if you want it free. These are the things we've, we're putting systems together and, and owning publishing houses and things. And it's something that anybody can do. So just like you're going to see Dynast come out with his paperback and his hardcover books, he'll probably come out with the publishing com company too. So he can publish you and, you know, we can um, just each one teach one, but Kellen at Coleman is my email. Coleman is the website. It's, you know, real simple right now be, be on purpose, but thank you for having me on brother. And, you know, anytime, you know, I, I love giving you little tidbits because I see your channel growing to over a hundred thousand subscribers um, and, and, and millions and millions of viewership you know, with what you're doing. So keep traveling and, um, you know, we'll, we'll keep rapping. All right, Matt Kellen. I appreciate it. Matt Kellen is a selfless, selfless, selfless cat, man. He's been helping me out. Um, uh, shoot almost what, like, well, eight months now, Kellen, how long we've been chopping it up? Uh, well, whenever we had you on the advice show is, you know, I had maybe watched you for maybe a, a week prior okay. to that. And so whenever you, that advice show, um, and, and like we had said, you know, he's coming back on. So y'all, y'all watch. He's I'll be back, back on, on Tuesday. Yeah. You know, and, and our Patreon members see everything first, but the brother is showing you Africa in a light. No one else is showing you. And I can't wait for his documentary to come just so, you know, I know how to put one together of our footage, but he has so much footage. I don't even want to compete. Like right now, I can't compete. Who don't nobody go to Africa every month? <laughs> I won't be back to. Uh, I won't, I'll be back. I'll, in fact, I'm going to Nigeria in August. You guys, I'll be there first week of Nigeria. I mean, first week of August, I'll be in Nigeria. Oh, okay, and I'm gonna pressure the people. You have to go by the Google headquarters in Nigeria when you go. I'll, I'll, I'll make sure I, I make a special visit there. I'll yeah, and, and and if I can do anything, you know. If, if, if a P square, if you know about them, they're a mega yeah. group. They broke, you know they broke up. 
Yeah, they broke up, but they're brothers, so they still got it. Hey, go on their website and try to book them, and I bet you you get a twenty thousand uh, dollar invoice or higher. So you'll see how break up. Say you got a wedding to do, and see what happens. That's a real life, real life email. <laughs> but they, they, you know, but to link up with all the Nigerian, like you should do the Zach TV thing in Nigeria and hit the um, the artists because they're not gonna kill you out there. They're gonna embrace you. Right. And 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 Google even putting that base. You know how many complaints we all had to Google who can go to Google headquarters daily and Africa doesn't have anything. And there's groups that y'all don't even know about that are fighting for black YouTubers that are fighting for um, black uh, YouTubers in Africa because before they couldn't even monetize their videos without a Western partner. Right. They couldn't do it. And so people are fighting and organizations are fighting so y'all make sure to support their Patreons because what is $5 to, to give to the, the creators, whatnot? And in return, they're hiring people to better their platforms. You know, we're uh, proven that YouTubers come to us so they can go to another level and, you know, they're, they're paying people. So, so everybody support everybody and don't support McDonald's or Starbucks as much because that's just unhealthy food anyway. And we can see that ourselves grow, you know, cook at home, make, you know, we got these high powered Vitamix blenders, cook at home. You ain't got to cook every, eat out every day. So um, I, I can't wait to see what the future holds, but I hope that you can go to Google and let, like I said, I'm going to bother you and I'll do as much as I can to, you know. I'll go. I'll, I'll make sure I'll, I'll go to Google. I mean, I'm, I'll be in Lagos. People who are asking where in uh, Nigeria I'm going, I'll be in Lagos, Ilife, Benin City, and Osu Osubo. That's where I'm going. Oh. I'll be in your country and in Lagos. Okay, so and and maybe like a meet and greet in 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 those places for anybody who's watching from there, even if it's just two handfuls of people. That's, that's cool. You know, we're we're going to um, Cameroon in the summer and Ethiopia. And if anybody's out there, we want to link up with you and get your side of the story because the West only tells one side of the story of Africa and it's poverty when we know that's not all that is in Africa. We got more poverty here. Go to Skid Row. I know Dinas has volunteered there doing some missionary work. Go come here in Seattle and see all the tents while you have billionaires and venture capital. They'll give you money. We, we turned down millions of dollars for clients last year um, and, and won money in pitch competitions. There's money if you need money. Most of us, though, went to school thinking they were going to teach us. They're not here to teach you anything. School is for you to be tested. And most of us, including myself, went to school for the wrong things. I, we have to educate ourselves on what to go to school for because you go to school for health care. You go to school maybe to learn how to code, but you don't go maybe to be an engineer. You go to school. Right. But you don't go to school to learn how to write poetry, you know, and, and anybody who says, you know, I went to school for the wrong thing. We have a program called CNA to MD dot com. C N A T O M D dot com. But we can show you how becoming a CNA certified nurse assistant, you can make 60,000. You can make over a hundred thousand just um, being an entrepreneur as a CNA. There's so many different ways. Those things are programs that cost 
but they do not hit you over the head like tuition. And we're not like Sally Mae where we're following up with you and ripping money from your check. So there's, we're not just talking. We're actually have uh, companies that are ready for you. And Dr. Tina runs that. And that's my favorite client of all, whatnot. You know, you do some research, you'll find out why that is. But CNA to MD, we've, we've got hundreds of people in the healthcare fields where they were only making 28,000, now making 60 with a minimal certificate. There's ways of making this money. A nurse can work three days a week and get paid. Um, I'm talking about a registered nurse, uh, get paid, you know, make 60,000 a year working three days a week. So there's, there's ways of you making money in America, especially if you want to stay here. But there's also ways of you doing business if you want to put your chips up. But you got to put your money where your mouth is. You just can't be King Troll on YouTube, on Facebook. <laughs> you, you feel me? You can't You can't be like, they, they, they. a lot of times people want me to be Gary V. And I tell them I'm the young Al Heyman and the black Frank Sinatra. I can't Gary V and tell you everything that we have going on, nor do I think, you know, being from Oconda, that's East Oakland. Should I tell you how much money I do or do not have? Because that's irrelevant. But I'll tell you a system and give you referrals to people say, yeah, they helped me out. I got a whole referral page from my Facebook to my Instagram of people who have said kind things about us and even on LinkedIn. So hit, hit us up, man. It's not too many Kellens out there. And um, we want to help you out if, you know, you have that mindset to be helped. And, you know, that's, yeah, that's that, man. All right, brother. Once again, thank you so much for joining us. Make sure you guys go to search for Uhuru on Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, and Facebook. Also, Africa Personified on those same platforms. Make sure you go to search for Uhuru.com, DinosaurMirror.com, AfricaPersonified.Africa, and go to Amazon.com, search your name, Dinosaurmirror. Please buy a book. Till next time, family. Peace. Peace.